host George McCullough, and we're coming at you from Grigstown, New Jersey. Uh, it's been a little while since we've had a uh, podcast. The state of New Jersey has been a lockdown, the whole coronavirus thing. And um, so things have changed since the last time we did a, a podcast. Um, once again, I am joined by Michelle Mockers, artist, activist, and philosopher who's coming at us from the other side of town. Michelle, how are you doing? Not too bad, George. Not too bad. I see that you are doing well. I am doing well. But... And I'm good to see you again, my dear. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you. And it looks like you're healthy. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> well, um, the world's changed a great deal since uh, we've last had a podcast, Michelle. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We went from uh, one side to the complete other side. I mean, we were like uh, just friends meeting each other, and now we are talking over the telephone far from each other. <laughs> but it seems like uh, the whole world has changed. We're in lockdown. How are you doing in this lockdown? George, I am not sure that the whole world has changed. Because those change happens regularly in the world, and the world takes regularly the same way of doing. Uh, so, for example, you remember you remember at, at the end of World War One the Spanish flu. You remember that? I Spanish do. Flu. Officially, officially, the Spanish flu killed twenty five million people. Officially. And now the people were people, scientists, and that we, go, we went a little further to examine exactly what it meant, they go about at least 50 million people died from, the, from that flu. 50 million. So we are still far from it, but in the same conjecture means something that we, uh, I'm not sure that we can stop it. Uh, when we will really, really, really stop it, we'll say it cannot go over again. We don't know. So it can, it can still be no more practically that it has been so far, or it can go to a very big, big extent. We don't know yet how it will, it will go. But the thing, my dear, is that the Earth is as crazy as usual. Yeah, it's, there's, um, what, 30 million, up to 30 million people that have been uh, placed on unemployment. Businesses have closed all across the U.S., all across New Jersey. Um, I'm not quite sure how we're going to recover from this. Uh, George, uh, we, number one, we are in a world which is not, uh, I should say, logical. We, the, the world is only, if you think of it, we are only one species, the human species, and the human species manage in such a way that in the beginning, if you remember, we are born, the, the humanity is born supposedly according to the latest of the scientists, is born in Africa. And from Africa, went all over the world. And so we forget that we are only one species and we all behave like if we were different species fighting against each other. If you look at the history of humanity, even the, the latest history, the written history, the one that you can read in books, you will find out that war has always, always, always been there. And today, of course, the world is 
is all wake, you know, is all under that that menace of that of that disease. But the positions, the positions of America did not change. We are going to accuse everybody of, of everything else than what we did. So that is not logical. It has always been like that, and it that is what has to change, my, my dear. Men, one men, I mean humans, must consider that they are humans and all the same people from any place on earth and get together instead of getting against each other. Well, that's what worries me the most about uh, this whole coronavirus thing. Um, if I feel like we're going to be heading into a depression and uh, the last time that there was a depression, what was that got us out of the whole depression was war. And that's wh exactly what you've been preaching over the last, uh, since we've started this podcast. My dear, you know, all the countries in the world, especially us, we are spending more money in armaments than in the good of the people. If you look at the, at the American budget, more goes to the army than to the people. So that is what is completely unacceptable under the situation of humanity. Instead of being once more humans, which are more or less, they can, eat, they can want it or not, they are more or less brothers. No, we fight. We, we solve the, 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 the problem of economy by fighting. Yeah, it's not going to help help the situation out if uh, we're spending money on armaments as opposed to uh, getting people the health care that they need. But you know, you know something, my dear. The more the more I I personally go, the less I consider that America is a democracy. If if we go with the wonderful words of the 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 government of the people for the people by the people. What do we have? We have the government by one man who is crazy. So, you know, that, that, that is not democracy at all. I, I already spoke about democracy saying, if you don't teach the people to be citizens, if you don't give them a minimum of education, forget it. And we don't give a minimum of education. We make the, 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 the young people pay to become citizens. That is completely crazy in terms of democracy. And the other term of democracy, which is unacceptable, is the way the, the elections are done. We have only two main stages uh, earning the stage, Republican and Democrats, and all the money, and, and you have something which is absolutely against democracy, the contribution of private contribution to the elections. That is absolutely unacceptable. And every... Every, I should say, every form of uh, acceptable, organized acceptable uh, form of human, uh, if you want, uh, direction of, of, of uh, politics, if you want. You can, you can have people who are socialists, who are communists, who are whatever it is. Every, in a democracy, every type of politics must be represented. If there was only one, for example, socialist in the American government, it should be there. That would be democracy. We are absolutely not Democrats. So forget the, 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 the thing to say America is a democracy. And Mr. Trump is certainly not preaching America as a democracy the way I took it. Um, 
it seems like they're going to be going ahead with the election, but it might be mail-in ballots. Do you think that is a democracy, using mail-in ballots? <laughs> Listen, dear, we... <laughs> We will be less and less, and the, I should say again, the, lo, the whole world will be less and less in democracy. When you see that today, the kids, you know, when I was a kid and started to write, you like to take a pen and write on a piece of paper and take a nice, nice letter. You have the example and you were copying the example. And in doing that, you were in some ways... Uh, Constructing your your own mind, your your spirit, your 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 way of being today. Oh no, today just a computer, my dear. So the computer is something completely, which is completely unaware of your personality. And when you see, even I go even further. Today you have musicians who pretend to be musicians and compose music on computers. And that music, when you listen to it, it's really a piece of uh, I don't want to say it, and uh, but it is. So the, the future with the, plus with the, uh, you say, uh, artificial intelligence, the future is the future of humanity. We will be subjected to, to computers, in fact, to computers, to the people who own the computers. And that's it. And you will be absolutely, all what you will have of a kid will be what the computer will tell you or what that telephone that I'm talking with you is telling you. And that's it. And you can subjugate all the population with that and have only few people, which is the whole story. You read, uh, uh, I don't know, 15, 17, uh, more, and he say exactly what I'm saying today uh, in uh, 2000. He said that, the, the rich people own the world and they do what they want with the world. And that is the truth. It is the truth in America. And it is the truth that we are competing against everyone. In the world. We now we are competing after giving all our job to China. China is, is the, becomes the enemy. Why did we go to China instead of staying home? Uh, so all, all that is completely, completely insane. And if the world doesn't come back to something a little more human, if I can say so, then, my dear, it's the end of humanity. It's a humanity of slaves, of machines, and the people who own the machines. Um, it seems like um, what's taking place is a perfect example of what you've been talking about this whole time. Um, United States moves all their factories over to China, and now when everything is in lockdown, nobody can, uh, they can't build anything. They don't, they can't get anything done. My dear, the, 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 the reality is that why did we go to China? We go to China because China, at the time, to have your uh, slippers, it was less expensive to manufacture them in China with the communist, uh, you know, regime, uh, so I don't know, they were not paying the, the, the workers, I don't know. They were very, very cheap. The transportation with the big, big ship became very, very cheap. So it was very, very cheap to send that over there and to make a lot of money at home. But now we are stuck with that huh? because we don't have at home what should be all the work for everybody at home. And beside that, we, we are going, if we listen to, to our, uh, I don't want to put any uh, 
the qualificative on him, but we we are going to go against China, against all the other people. We are Americans. Well, it seems like if they do bring back uh, factories into the United States, do you think there will be workers inside or just robots? You know, it's, it's very difficult to say, George. It's very, very difficult to say because that is one of the most, I should say, menace of the future, that all the workers can be replaced by machines. You can build a house in a 24 hours, a complete hours in 24 hours with robots. Huh? So you don't have to use uh, 20 people who will uh, lo lost a lot of wood and a lot of things like that, uh, you know, merchandise. So we can have a humanity where all will be done, mechanically speaking, with artificial intelligence and robots, my dear. So who will pay? The workers, we will not have no, no work. We will pay all the people, we will have no work. We will pay them. How do you pay them? How do they survive? Well, you just give them some money to live on. Oh, yeah. or tax the robots. Isn't that what your uh, plan is? Yeah, because I say, if the people don't work and the, 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 you know, the government needs money, you have to have the money coming from somewhere. So if the people don't work, they can give you money. If the robots work, they can give you money, and the, the things can be sold at the, at the point where there is a profit for eventually those who did it, but also a profit that the people, the people who have no work can survive. Otherwise, how are we going to survive? How are the people going to survive? I'm just going to have to do things in the back here. I heard Anne. Yeah, I, this was not the best location. <laughs> oh, that's okay. You do whatever you need to. Okay. No, that is terrible. That is terrible because humanity, you know, they are, t they are all, all talking about going from 4G to 5G. You know what it means? That it will have to change all the electrical, all the installations and everything, everything. Who profits of that? Do we need that? No, don't absolutely do not need that. But who, who, why do we do it? Because some people will make a lot of money doing that. Well, I also think that it will um, turn to turn it into a surveillance state. You know <laughs> that they say we can't open up the economy until everybody is vaccinated, and it has been said that they want to put microchips in the vaccination so everybody will be chipped so they can track you around and see who you're hanging out with to see who you're talking to uh, hey George, doing? George listen when you buy something anywhere today the government will tell you that you went there and buy that when you go with your car you know that your car is a chip you, your telephone, I, I, I made the experiment myself of opening the telephone every 10 minutes when you are in, in, in a car to go far away. Eh? Every 10 minutes, the, the, the location in the telephone changes. The telephone follows exactly the way you are and follow you by the same token. So the liberty of freedom and, and speech and all that, that's, that's my dear, to use a right word, is bullshit. But you can you can drive around without the phone on you. How can you do that? You just get in the car and drive. Leave your phone at home. Yeah, but your car will tell will tell the government where you are. 
And you, well, you, you, the newer car as well. The newer. Oh, the, the, every car, you know, every car can be followed. You know that. Every car can be followed. They have a little chip that can follow you. So you don't take this or that, but your car, you are in your car, and they will know exactly where you are. And if you do something over there, they will know it. But you could take that chip out. No. Or, or what? Will the car not work if the chip is out? The, but nobody knows where it is. Nobody knows how to take it off. Nobody knows exactly. You know, you are you're asking something impossible, or you have to be a scientist. Well, you've lived through a um, a fascist, uh, uh, almost a fascist society when the Germans took over France. Do you think yeah. we're living in a, a fascist society? Mm -hmm. It was not, you know, you know, uh, it was, it was absolutely, uh, I should say, I, you know, when the German invaded France, I was still in school. I was at my last uh, year before the, what you, in France you have called the, the baccalaureate, which is something like two years after high school year. And instead of passing my exam, I had to go away because the Germans were coming in. And for four years, my dear, for four years, I just escaped the German. And the, the, the you know, the, it was absolutely the, I don't know, it was absolutely terrible everywhere you were going. And I could not go because I was 18 years old. At 18 years old, you were supposed to be a voluntary for work in Germany. And it was an obligation. And if you were not doing that, you were subjected to the police. And I was subjected to the police. And I saw even an arrest for me that somebody gave me, you know. But it was like that. So it was absolutely, it was absolutely awful. And, and you know, you, you, you cannot think of, of, of war and you cannot think of, of warrior. But the, the German were special. I should say the Hitlerian German were the Nazi, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's possible in other ways. You know, the Nazi. I don't know. I don't know. You have, well, you had the war on Spain also. You know, where they they killed a lot of uh, Republican guys and people. War is something absolutely awful. It it is awful. So it's why when you when you talk very lightly attacking this one, this one is this, this one is that, and we are going to solve all the problem, economic problems with the war. Come on, is that completely crazy, my dear? So a little coronavirus is nothing to what you've experienced. A little, a little what? A little lockdown, coronavirus lockdown is... Uh, 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 no, you know, for me, the, 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 to, I should say today, to, today, for me personally, huh? And I am 97 years old, so it means that a lot of I saw a lot of things, huh? and I was really participating as, a, as in, in the World War Two and on the uh, as an officer of the Brit of a British mission and commanding and taking care of of about 2,000 uh, people of the resistance. I was the one in charge of feeding them, putting them money and everything. So you can imagine <laughs> what kind of a work it was in the middle of the Germans. So it was not very, very easy. The worst part of the story when that happens is that you never know to who you are talking. Are you talking to somebody who eventually will 
tell the German your name and so and so, or are you talking to a friend? Can you buy something to feed those people to that farm because they will send it to you? Or to that farm, we will tell the German he comes to have something to, to, to buy something to food. So, you know, it's, it's war occupied by an enemy. You know, it's, it's, absolutely, it's absolutely awful. Uh, Paris in uh, 1870, uh, uh, when the Prussians were against Paris at that time, and uh, with the Russian, by the way, they were eating absolutely a rat at the, the highest price possible in Paris. A rat. A rat. And what was the price? Right. Uh, overpriced for a rat. Because <laughs> there was absolutely nothing to eat. They eat all the animals of the zoo. They eat all, everything. Everything. So, you know... Those in Paris, I saw in Paris where you had two pounds of uh, green beans for the months and the little soap, which was not even half your hand, uh, and, and it was done with you didn't even know what it was no, 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 no big, uh, you know, uh, thing that, 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 that was a piece of wood. So, you know, when you leave that, and I lived that for four years, oh, guy. The war, I cannot stand for one second people who talk about war. And it's, 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 it's a crazy, it's a crazy, I should say that we, it's easy to say, to say things like that, but uh, Mr. Trump himself, uh, for me, it's, it's, a, it's a dramatic clown which doesn't know what he's doing, which has absolutely no, no, I should say, uh, it, it, it he doesn't know. He doesn't know what the, the world is except his world, and he's keeping his world on, on the rest of the world. That, that's absolutely impossible. And it is, it is dramatic, and it is a proof that America, so far, is a good democracy where one people represent all the people of democracy, all the people of America. So that is impossible. As long as we will not create real democracy, my dear, nothing will happen. Is it possible? I don't know. And is it possible in a world which is part in a several, you know, you have the, the communists, you have the Islamists, you have this, you have that, you have everything you want. You don't have unity among the humans. And the humans forget one thing, that they are only one species born from one place on earth, and they, they should, all of them should be friends instead of being enemies. That's it. Well, it seems like uh, Trump has taken care of his people. They got, as soon as coronavirus hit, they uh, within the first week, they gave $4 trillion to Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, come on. Well, come on. It's where, it's where it's not a democracy. Democracy is the government of the people. So do you pretend that Mr. Trump represents the people? Does he even know what is the people? It's not for sure. I don't think he represents the people. I, he represents possibly a certain segment of the people. And he certainly represents corporate America. But the people, no. I don't think he represents the people. No, he doesn't represent the people. Or what are we talking about, my dear? We are talking about once more. When you look the assets in America, you have one percent and ten percent, 
who practically own the country. So you call that democracy? 1% owning the country? Is that democracy, my dear? It is not democracy. Well, I, I, I want to say that uh, before uh, all the Trump people start to email us and we give out your email address and we don't want them to... Uh, <coughs> I think uh, Joe Biden represents the same people. Uh, he's being selected by uh, a group of Washington insiders to run against Trump. So if we have Biden, if we have Trump, it's going to be the same. Yeah, but you know one thing, it will not change anything at all. It no, will I don't not think so either. It will not change anything at all because it will not change the way... I mean, you know, America is living on what? On, 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 on the, I don't know, uh, the Constitution... But the Constitution, my dear, is a beautiful machine for election, for the government. No more than that. The, 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 the Constitution doesn't take care at all about the people. The only thing they say about the people, they wish the welfare of the people. But they don't say one word about the people. And you know, it was the time of the steam engine. And what did happen is that the people with the money, they bought the steam engine, created ugly cities around the, the, the steam engine, make all the people in America, you had women working at five in the morning until five in the afternoon for a third of the salary of, of a man and working in mines to carry the, the, the coal and kids working, kids in Georgia, I believe Georgia was the latest to make a, a, a rule against using children, I believe it was in 1909. In 1909, they were still using children, five, six, seven years old kids working in factory. So you call that democracy? And it's what we, we are on. And it is, and I always say, it's because of those ugly towns when Karl Marx came and said, hey, workers, we could be more happy if we were together and create something else. It's well, in fact, I should say, capitalism as we know it created the communism and created only one way to fight the communism with guns, not with ideas, because there was no ideas. America has no philosophy to oppose to communism. No philosophy. It, it, it's the, 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 the philosophy of money, nothing else. They're not the philosophy of the mind, philosophy of money. So the only way that we could oppose uh, uh, right or wrong, that's something else. We can oppose, uh, you know, a dogma like the communist was with guns. And we went with guns everywhere for nothing, just to have some kids killed, and that was it. Well, it seems like uh, the same situation that was setting up Marx is taking place now. And um, the philosophy that you've... Um, put forth is uh, I think people are going to start to be uh, a lot more interested in it because their lives have changed and have turned upside down so much in the last two months. So, so, so listen, George, I, I should remind you, you make me, you, you oblige me to remind what I say is based on I am a painter basically a painter, uh, even if I write and all that, but I am also a painter. And I came out with what I call the dialectic of the arts, how you build a painting. You put together two things which at first sight are 
especially for the communists, are considered a contradictory, when abstract thing which is your mind, and the very positive things which are the paints, the brush, and so on. And when you put those two things together, you create a piece of art. In the same way, you can create a society, but that means a society that you don't paint out of the frame of your painting or under the frame of your painting. It means a society where there is not too much for some and not enough for some others. A balanced society where people instead, you know, the definition of society is that the society is a group of people interdependent of each other. That's the definition of society. And we can recreate we can create, which had never existed, we can create a, such a society utilizing the dialectic of the arts. Now, what is completely, in America, what is completely uh, uh, un-understandable is the freedom of enterprise. Because in one way, you have society where you have laws which oblige you to walk on the, on the sidewalk if you don't want to be in the middle and crash by an automobile. You have laws which are obliging you to do this, to do this, to do that. And on the other side, the second side of the society, you have a society with freedom of enterprise. You can kill the competition, put everybody on the street, that doesn't matter. That is freedom of enterprise. That is freedom. We offer you freedom. So there is a contradiction there is an inside contradiction in, in, in the way we are living. It's, it's impossible to be in one way interdependent and in another way only opposi opposed, opposition. That, that's, that, that doesn't fit together. And it's why, in fact, even the Constitution is only one way how to elect, elect. It's a beautiful machine, but for the people, the government of the people, by the people, and for the people, it does not exist, my dear. That does not exist. What exists is the government of money and nothing else. No, we are talk to. <laughs> Do you think we're moving towards uh, the kind of society that you're proposing, or do you think we're moving away from it? No, we can move towards it if people, if people, I don't want to say at the occasion of such a, such a, disaster as that disease, you know. But if for one reason or another one, people realize that it cannot work like that and something else has to be done. And to tell you the truth, my dear, it cannot work like that. We will go to a final disaster and the final disaster, even without any war, without nothing at all, the final disaster, once more, is in artificial intelligence and robots will take over from the people will take their works out of their hands and will do it for them. And the people will, will own those machines or the, the, the artificial intelligence or the robots will the people who will govern the world. And you know, when you look at who has the money, forget it. Huh? It's always the same thing. Well, it's not me with the money, that's for sure. You know, we, we have not changed. What is terrible is that through the centuries, once more, I always quote Mr. Moore, Thomas Moore, where in 1517, when in, he, he described the society and said, today, there is only one thing, the rich people do what they want to keep and augment their money, and when they are uh, satisfied, and uh, they transform their wishes 
in laws to impose their view over all the people. And that was 1517. And my dear, it's absolutely, absolutely the same thing because we have no philosophy. The, the United States has absolutely no philosophy at all. The convention is not a philosophy. We have no philosophy. It's 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 the 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 the, the country of of money and do it by yourself. But money, 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 money. When you look at the assets once more of who owns America, you you understand everything. And so it seems like uh, a lot more people are getting. Um, um, are going to be left behind with this coronavirus thing. You you know something. That is a, rep, a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. But you know, there, there, there is also something. It's like all the big changements, there there will be changements, I don't say for the, the, the worst or the, or the best, changement in, in politics, in, in everything that happens on, on, on Earth so far, is not... The fact of of the most people is the fact of few people who have really something to propose to the people who do not think. People do not think, basically. They follow the, the, what they think is the best, but that's it. But they do not think. And all the evolution, if I don't want to say revolution, have always been made through all the centuries by a small group of people who had the ideas and were proposing the ideas. So it's why today, I, I, I don't know if I can say that about myself, but I propose the dialectic of the arts, and it is the very first time. Art is the first manifestation of man, manif visible manifestation of man with cave people painting on the walls of their caves. Huh? And that is something like now 50,000 years ago. So since 50,000 years, we are producing artists exactly using the same technique, the same way of thinking that it was 50,000 years ago and today. So that way of thinking, I have exposed it in the dialectic of the arts, which can be, which can be a, a political program and a political, yeah, political program with the whole a proposition to make a society a balanced society with not too much and not not enough not enough uh, and we're not going to have we're not going to have enough time to, uh, to go into in depth on this um, dialectic of the arts but if people before we get into it if people wanted to read about it and read the document. How can how can they do that? They can do it with I create I create that society that I would like to create. I call it the society of the people who are the majority, the, the no pennies. The, so the title is no pennies org. You can find that on on on, on uh, you know www so that you can find it there. It's no dash pennies. No, da, no, 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 uh, yes, dash pennies. That point com. No dash pennies, I will tell you why. Because at the time, <laughs> and I still am very uh, 
uh, I should say, uh, happy with the Three Pennies Opera. And I wrote something that I called the No Pennies Opera. And in the No Pennies Opera, that's where there is, in, in the Three Pennies Opera, that's where there is that song, you know, the McDonough. Okay, so I wrote a song called Trump, 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 huh? I do not attack Mr. Trump, Trump, Trump the knife, and it's very, very, very mean, and you can find it with the no pennies, you can find it on the no pennies, uh, dot com, and if you really want to talk to me, Michel Mockers, one word, at gmail.com. I always will answer. You know, I publish things since a certain now several years, huh? and I publish a lot of things. I made that little brochure, uh, 50 pages of drawings, uh, most of by myself, but uh, some by some other artists, you know. And I send that, I send hundreds of them. No one so far. No, I don't have one answer of anyone. Absolutely anyone. I send the. I made. I made a one two pages. One page is the horsemen of the apocalypse, telling if you don't want them to come, please come with us. And the second page is Trump the knife. I send that by thousands. I said, you believe I will have one answer? No, I have no answer, my dear. So it's why I tell you once more. All evolutions, not to say revolutions, are made not by a big public, they are made by a small amount of people who know exactly what they want to do and at the right time propose it to those people who will not write to you but will follow you. That's it. That you can hope if we don't change. Listen, dear, I want to say one word that if we don't change our way of being, if we keep on doing exactly what we are doing since uh, 17 years, 7,000 7, years old, year, yeah, 7,000 years, wow, 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 wow. If we don't change that, that's it. And the next one is will be worse and worse. And the next one can be the end of humanity or the destruction of uh, three quarters of humanity. If we don't react well michelle i think that change is coming i think it's i think there's going oh. to be big changes coming um i'm glad we had an opportunity to talk and i'm glad we're still continuing this podcast and i'm happy to see that you're looking so well <laughs> george is maybe because i i would like to see something happening that i keep on going and going and going my dear you know, you know, you know my age, and you know that beside that, I broke my head two today, two years ago now. But you know, I, I I hope I I hope that what you say is the truth. People and even that disease can eventually give up the the, the people the way of thinking about death, and not only that, to to transform the the economy to I mean to have an influence on the on the economy, and have a final insurance on what we are trying to do to promote or yeah to promote something better than what is actually existing so far existing since several thousand years we have to change the world we have to make the people of the world all 
helping each other, old friends, you know, we are the same humanity, it's not a color of humanity, we are the same humanity, the same human, if you believe in God, you will say that God gave the same brain to every uh, human being, so we, we, we are, we are in, in, in many ways, men are, are not enemies, but brothers, and we should create a humanity of brothers, that's what we should try to do, dear. I concur, and uh, I think that's a good place to uh, end today's program, and uh, I look forward to um, having many more conversations with you, Michelle. George, it's a pleasure, not only a pleasure, it's a necessity that we have that type of conversation, and it's very, very good of you to put it on the, like that on, 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 on the end, on the end. Uh, on, on radio, on, it's very, very, very important to diffuse uh, the, those type ideas. We have to diffuse those ideas, and you are a big, big part of it. So, thank you, George. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening today, and um, we'll get back to doing more shows with Michelle, and hopefully uh, Michelle will be in the studio with us. Absolutely. <laughs>